I'm, do, I'm wearing this for the girls, you know what I'm saying? I had to be very gender specific tonight. I had to let them know that B. Jones got your back. I love I love these women. I definitely appreciate you. Unlike this one right here. Oh, uh, you got that one right because it was easy, huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> unlike Coach KT down here, just I don't even know what you have on today. What you? What, oh, okay. You just regular tonight. All right. Yeah, all right. Me too, the regular. <laughs> Well, I am representing Girl Chat Sports tonight. Our podcast oh. sisters. Appreciate yeah. It. Oh, I'm sorry, I got to introduce. Oh, hold on, before you go any further, let's get let's get the man, the intellectual surgeon first. Yes, of course, Surge, Mister United, looking like Russell Wilson's little brother over there. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, the bank account doesn't surely show it though. So. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. B. Jones, what is it? What, what, what? All right. So I'm glad you wore the girl chat sports, and I'm glad this is the the female. We're paying homage to female in sports because girl chat sports is out of Las Vegas. Vegas. But, 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 but. One of the young ladies who is, uh, is one of the hosts, Mel, is actually a diehard Seattle Seahawks fan. Well, sure as is. if you watch, if you watched the show last week, you heard our very own head coach make a substantial bet 
putting some coin on the line that the Cowboys would defeat the Seattle Seahawks. And we were filming a show on Sunday. A very good show. I'd highly recommend you check out the SLT Collaboration Series. It's on YouTube. And to make a long story short, Kevin lost that bet on air like we were literally all in the in the back room waiting to go on air and if russell wilson threw the touchdown to dk metcalf and oh my god if if his mama could have heard him <laughs> kev would have been hey kev would have been embarrassed he would have got a whooping or if his administrator was can hear him wow he he misbehaved but kev kev i think you owe it to her to say something to her live right now yes yeah so i gotta pay and, and I gotta say something. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, this is this is all about the ladies today, man. Yeah, who runs the world? That is true. Shout out to Mel or Melissa, <laughs> super fan. You beat me fair and square. The Dallas defense sucks. And then she was bragging on Instagram how she came in fourth place in our fantasy league. So yeah, whatever. Great job, Mel. I, I, I whatever. Good job, Mel. Way to go. Yes. Thank you, Mel. Even though I'm for the Cowboys, I just like to see when. I'm still mad about make, that. Uh, uh, KT's pockets a little bit lighter. Yes. Are you going to tell us how much you lost? What's oh, the next okay. question? What are we doing? All right. It wasn't a lot, but losing sucks. Oh. Hey, it's more than zero. I can tell you that. Right. All right. So this episode is titled Who Runs the World? This week, we are paying homage to women in sports, highlighting some of the best to ever do it, as well as those making an impact on and off the court. So B. Jones, since you're looking so lovely in your pink shirt today, take it away. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, first and foremost, I didn't really think about how much women impact until I realized that Kim was not going to be here to do her read. So I will try my hardest not to butcher this. But over the recent weeks, we heard the unfortunate a situation in Louisville where Breonna Taylor was not justified in those homicide and that killing. And what happened was, is you would heard NBA players like LeBron James and all other activists come out and say how underappreciated women are. And it started getting me to really thinking about how impactful women are in sports, all the way from Megan Rapinoe, when she and, and a couple of her colleagues made a stance for women being paid equal rights or equal money, all the way to Naomi Osaka, who I personally gave a yeet to myself here on on air and she went on to win the US Open but what made her so impressive is at her young age she was wearing the names of masks but that doesn't even tell us a story about WNBA players like Maya Moore who works on prison reform and not to mention the entire WNBA dedicated the entire 2020 season exclusively to the name and memory of Breonna Taylor with the Say Her Name campaign and on top of that we saw groundbreaking and unprecedented feat in the NFL this weekend as Cleveland played Washington, but they had the first time ever you had a female referee official as well as on each individual sideline, you had female staff members on the coaching. One was a, a chief of staff and the other was a football coaching intern. So guess what? Ladies have not only dominated in sports like gymnastics, tennis, golf, even Danica Patrick and when it comes to race car driving. Females have a hand in every individual thing we do, and it is now more than ever that we need to do a better job to pay attention to our female counterparts. So this isn't a yeet, but females, you run the world. All right, so with that being said, I'd like to add something on top of that. So since we are uplifting and upholding women to such high regard, I'd I like to put in a request for KT to treat me better. Oh, oh. 
That's that. That's that. We got a compliance issue on now. Kev, you 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 supposed to? Because I'm sure that our fans know how horrible you treat me every week. I just I just want that to be known. This is women in sports, so I need you not to say one side comment today. I need you to be extra nice to me today. I'm the only I'm the only female holding this down and representing right now. So I need my props. Thank you, sir. Pam, you supposed to report that to HR off air. I don't know if you supposed to drop them kind of bombs like that on air. You know what, Gemini Jones? For you, this episode only. I got you. Uh, okay, I, I compliments just randomly dropped throughout the show. Okay, hey, I like that Amazon hat you have on. Did you uh, do a delivery? <laughs> I got that from. Bro, bro, you didn't even make it five seconds, bro, like, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. No, I got it on my system. Now, sir said it earlier. I just had to do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, man. Pam. Wow. Hey, Pam. Seriously, thank you. I know, sir. I didn't want to go down by myself. Thank you for being a part of this nation. We couldn't do it without you. And I want to give Pam exclusive props because as is shown in her fantasy football acumen, Pam knows zero about sports and she still stands in the pocket week in and week out. And it, it is so funny when something happens in sports and she tries to tell us about it, y'all. I mean, it is hilarious. She'll text it out. Did y'all just see that? Hey, so Pam, shout out to you because I know you're not a sports person. So what you're saying is y'all already knew what I'm texting you, but y'all just make me feel good when you ask Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Not me, Pam. I just <laughs> wanted you to bring that knowledge to sports like talk and I just soak it in. We're off to a better start. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> All right, B. Jones. So are we still doing trivia this week? Yeah, we got a trivia question. Since last week we did, uh, what was it? Entertainment and movies or sports mm -hmm. and movies. Yeah. I decided to do a collabo question. So this question actually has a movie about it. But on September the 20th, 1973, Billie Jean King, who was currently ranked number one female tennis player in the world, defeated former number one male in a groundbreaking match known as Battle of the sexes you for a t-shirt first person to run our website to tell me who was the name or what was the name of the former number one male athlete that billy jean king defeated in the battle of the sexes it's an easy one that but i figured be an easy one we went an hour earlier so i figured we ain't got too many people watching us so the few people who got who there i'm gonna give them a layup just for this one time what was the movie they made on there? Wasn't it a movie? I think the movie was called Battle of Sexes. It, fe it featured Steve Carell and uh, I can't Emily... think of the... Yeah, Emma Stone. Emma, Emma Stone, Stone yeah. as Billie Jean King. All right, y'all. So if you know the answer to the question, make sure you go to the website and put it in. And so you can get your free t-shirt courtesy of Jones. <clears throat> local, local life. <laughs> thank, you, on, Luther, okay. thank, thank you for yeah yeah I, I, I see that i'm not the only singer in the group no you are you are have we published that video yet of you I singing did. i posted my video today okay so i got full permission to post it on our page yeah okay slt wait, nation wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> b jones i'm telling you down playing my my singing skills man i sang in frisco in front of people. <laughs> I was about to say after the Sebastian situation, Kevin, stand down, sir. Stand, stand down and stand back. Stand back. And stand. Well, actually, after after they hear my video, they gonna tell me to sit down, all the way down. <laughs> hey, what's funny? What's funny about Pam is she been she been talking to Coco from SWV, so now she thinks she can sing. Hey, it's hilarious. <laughs> Shut up. All right, y'all. So it's time for a little local life. I believe you're in charge of this segment this week, KT. Am I correct? Yes, Jim. Local Jones. life. I am in charge of the local life this week and every week going forward. So 
thank you for that beautiful introduction. Even though I don't remember anything you said, I just know it was beautiful. All right, so Dawson, Texas, a Dawson Bulldog. I'm going with Bodie Martinez. He's a tight end slash linebacker. All right, Dawson defeated Hubbard 55 to zero. In that game, he had 13 tackles, one interception, returned, took it to the house, forced two fumbles, had two receptions, and a touchdown. So the local life, we're giving it to Dawson Bulldogs, Bodie Martinez. Bro, I could have used him in my fantasy lineup that this past week. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> hey, man. 45, 50 points. Hey, Kim, but that's the beauty of high school football, man. Kids get to play both ways. Oh, God, and, yeah. and I mean, you get performances like that that are just like, you like, goodness. And he only did that in 60 minutes. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Nuts. For sure. All right, Serge, I believe that you are bringing some local fooderies. This is your favorite segment. Yes. No, so I had a chance to go check out Thai Coconut Grill here in Carrollton a couple weeks ago. My wife, she's been wanting to go for, I feel like, at least three months and just Ooh. finally found the time to be able to actually go and check it out for the first time and i gotta say i mean it was i think they have a 4.4 4.5 rating on google and so obviously when we got there it was like okay if you go to time places you got your normal things you can order like the fried rice and pad thai and stuff but they have a specific grill section and the coconut chicken on there is a must 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 have so thai coconut girl in carrollton off the bell line and Get the coconut chicken. Is it coconutty? No, it is not. Okay. At all. Man, I like it's coconuts. Just, yeah, see the sauce that goes with it. I didn't even eat the sauce. I don't need. I didn't need it. The chicken was that delicious. It's just the way that it's cooked. It was great. So that's what I got. All right, cool. So let's start. Oh, Kate, Katie wants to know: Is it creamy? No, it's not. Okay. Okay. But it's, it's very flavorful. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. Got, gotcha. All right. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's start with our kickoff question, which if you have gone to the to the website, then you probably already know this if you have read our bios, which I'm pretty sure that everyone has done because why not? I mean, why not? Exactly. Mm. So let's discuss this live on air. So who is your favorite female athlete of all time? And B. Jones, I think I'm going to start with you. Well, I'm going to butcher this, but I'm going to give it my best, my best go of it. All right. Shanae Ogumike. 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 I practiced yeah. it all day long and I still screwed it up. <laughs> Shanae Ogumike. Beastly. Okay. Beastly. She can hoop on the floor. She plays for the Los Angeles Sparks. But during two injuries that she had, she kind of kind of took a little bit of like, I say almost a year off of basketball. She was able to move into the media industry and she became the first African-American female to have a national broadcasted radio show. So, right. hey, she a bad girl and she's smart, intelligent, and she got it together. So she gets mine for the week. But you know, she's been doing it for a while though. It's not something that just happened. She's been doing it. Well, Kevin, don't, I, I, I didn't steal your moment. Don't. No, I, I, you know, I, I, I want to give her a She's been doing media for a while. Yeah, she's she been doing media. Got, she just got the show as her, yeah. the official first African-American female to get her own show. That is correct. So... Yes. Don't steal all the beat notes of thunder like that, man. I but it's, fu it's funny though. Every time I say a name, though, I be thinking of that that Lion King song. Agumake, Agumake. Never mind. I digress. <laughs> I digress. That's not well, what that is I, either. By the way, obviously she's a basketball player, so it's going to be easy for her to talk basketball. But she goes in on football. A she lot. cold, bro. 
She called pieces. He goes in on college football too. So, I mean, she knows her stuff. Obviously, I wouldn't doubt that ESPN and XM Radio wouldn't give her a show like that if she didn't know what she was doing. Maybe I should try to get me a show. All right, Serge, <laughs> yeah. who is your favorite female? Man. Oh, yes, you should. Yes, you should. I'm sorry. Let me guess, Serge. Go ahead, man. It's probably an easy one. Diana Taurasi. You said it right there, man. That's, I mean, ever since the days of watching her in UConn, I mean, just because she was highly touted, obviously playing there, and they were always on television because they were undefeated and undefeated and undefeated and going to national championship and national championship. So it's like you're always getting to see her and to be able to see her transition into the WNBA and then obviously getting the nickname, the White Mamba, from Mr. Kobe Bryant himself to the point where, you know, she was one of the main speakers at Kobe Bryant's funeral services. So, but all the accomplishment, obviously winning a couple of titles in the WNBA gold medal, a couple of times with team USA. I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, I know there's other females just like in the men's side, there's girls who are in the conversation with the greatest basketball player of all time. To me, she is the greatest female basketball player of all time. So just for that alone, Diana Taurasi is my favorite athlete of all time. You can't obviously go wrong with Serena, but basketball is my favorite sport, so I, I pick somebody out of basketball. All right, KT? Well, that's the one thing that Serge and I do have in common. We uh, we have good taste when it comes to this. I want to go Cheryl Swoops, but if anybody knows me, knows that I follow the UConn women faithfully. I watch every game. So I saw every game that Diana Taurasi had, even when she went for like one for 13 in the national championship and they lost it, they came back and went the next year. But I'm going with Diana Taurasi too. The white mamba, like Serge said, I'm still upset that we did not get a chance to see her play. We got there mm, two minutes too late, and she was sick and just rolled upon the rest of the game. But I'm going with Donna Tarazi, too, because she's the truth. All right. Well, my favorite female athlete is Serena. I believe that Serena and her, as, as well as her sister Venus, I just, Serena has been a little bit more, and when I say out there, I don't mean it in a bad way, but, you know, just a little bit more prevalent, even though her and Venus did some amazing things. But Serena, number one, her body is like, ooh, girl, yes, that good, thick, thick stuff. Yeah, we can but agree on that for sure. Love it, love it, love it. And I think that she, you know, I, I know there were other Black female tennis stars don't ask me to name one right now because I can't. But I think that her and her sister kind of opened it up for other black females to kind of explore tennis. And I would like to point out that at Bishop Dunn High School, when I was in the 10th grade, I played tennis. How long did you how long did you play, Pam? One minute. <laughs> I play. Okay, so y'all, I love sports. I love to play sports, but I'm not good at anything. I'm the most uncoordinated person out there, but I love, I enjoy doing it. And I really thought that I had tennis in the bag. I was like, I could do this. And it was just a disaster. And there's no proof. Thank gosh. There's no proof of me actually playing. I actually played in one tournament and my coach was like, you want to try something else? You want a different elective? Because this one isn't working for you. But I just want to point that out. Hey, Pam, I'm so shocked because you look so athletic that you really can play any sport that you would like. And I'm surprised that I said I could beat you in a race. I don't even know if I can still do that. Hey, well, I'll tell you what, Pam. Hey, Pam, since every week it seems like we take a journey through your life and we Mm -hmm. learn something new. Kim Kim in the text box just brought up the fact that we didn't know you went to Bishop Dunn. So is that the high school you went to? Yes, all four years. Okay, okay. Class of right. Next week, it'll be Skyline. Where the countryside kicked in from. 
Next week, she'll be like, yeah, I went to Skyline for a week, and then I went to Bishop. <laughs> but, <laughs> I got suspended. Yeah. <laughs> a little altercation happened in the cafeteria. <laughs> I actually went to Bishop Dunn, and I graduated from Bishop Dunn. I had to go get her done. Shut up. Y'all make me sick. Well, Pam, anyway, did, you see, did you see how Katie said that we need to go ahead and do the SLT duet? Yes. So and, then she just said, and then she just said that her and I need to go take tennis lessons. So I don't know what drink she's over there having, but it's <laughs> yeah, she's on one tonight. Shout out to KD, Kimmy, Petty LaBelle. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, somebody, somebody. Uh, I think it's her dad's birthday, right? This yes, is birthday it. night. All right, happy Shout birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Plate, KD, because I know y'all cooked up some good stuff over there. Probably that that Mexican food too. Mr. Gonzalez, happy birthday. Ooh, yes. All right, y'all. So let's get into some headlines. Maya Moore recently made headlines announcing that the man she spent two years freeing from prison. She is now married to. Very interesting. So, KT, does this, in your mind, diminish the value of what she's done for prison reform? I don't see how it does. That has nothing to do with getting him out of jail. I mean, somebody had to give him some, get, you know, get those conjugal visits. You know what I'm saying? So why not her? <laughs> no. <I didn't> <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he probably not. He probably hey, won't, man. This ain't, this ain't the blacklist, bro. <laughs> hey, you got to admit, though. Hey, he I, I probably went ham up in there. Climbed it. He probably climbed it, man. And just hey, hey never long, turned back. How long was he in there? <laughs> no, Does no, it no. How long was he? How, he was he in there. That's what I'm asking. I want to say like five to eight years. Wow. Yeah, because they they've known each other since '98, so of course they got the yeah. relationship. But hey. Hey, yeah, she was man. like, "I'm gonna marry him." She was like, "I'm gonna marry him." I mean, they say all the good black men are either. Never mind. All right, so Serge, you're a big WNBA fan. What dynamics will change if she decides to play again? And will we ever see that old Maya Moore again? Oof, I don't know. Be able to miss a couple of years and come back and play. But if anybody can do it, as driven as she is, clearly she was driven on the court. She was driven off the court to you know get something done as far as obviously working with the police reform. Obviously, it's more than just obviously getting now her husband out of jail but it's also just being able to bring light working with the organization put more funding into helping guys who don't actually belong in prison to be able to get the proper trial so they can hire attorneys with the funding that other organizations can provide to help them out but i think i personally think i guess that's what i want to see is her to come back and be the same old my more again competing for a championship their team even without her is always still competing all the way till down the end but you can tell she is a missing piece because I feel like they would have made the championship this year if she was on that team. All right. So, B. Jones, you have a daughter. Would you allow her to date a man? I wish Kim was here to answer this question because she has a daughter as well. I mean, unfortunately, you know, everybody got a cousin or somebody in their family that went to jail. So I would I would allow her to date a man that served some time. But this is the deal. I would give her the same advice because we've actually had a conversation similar to this, but it was closer to it was closer to her dating out of our race. Right. And me as a dad, I'm going to let her do whatever her heart takes her. That's her world. That's her prerogative. But I will inform her that there are certain luxuries are certain things that are going to be she's going to take into consideration for example when they are trying to travel and go global he may not be able to travel he may have to answer to a, a PO or whatever they call a, a, a parole officer he also may not be able, like you know they go November the 4th Super Tuesday he might not be able to vote he may not be able to get ever get the job that he want or they may not be able to get the income so she may find herself carrying a heavier burden due to the fact that he has a pass and then last but not least people go 
gonna talk, you know, and they gonna make fun of you, and they gonna make it hard for you, just the same way if you was dating outside of your race, some people are just going to be judgy and make it uncomfortable, so if she's willing to tote that burden, that's the, hey, daddy gonna be behind you the whole way, as long as you understand what you're stepping into, and you consciously make enough, you consciously make that decision to do so. Would you think it mattered what he went to jail for, though? I mean, for me, if you in there for domestic battery, Oh, well, yeah, 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 of course. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that she's, she doesn't find somebody that was domestic battery or sexual abuse or pedophilia or something like that. I'm under the assumption that dude just wrote a couple of bad checks. You know what I'm saying? Or, okay. or, 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 or I saw a, a dime bag. What if he yeah. was a drug dealer? Hopefully he got that money like Frank Lucas under the doghouse. Well, <laughs> Let's, go <laughs> Let's go dig that money up, boy. Oh, as long as he ain't a Cowboys fan. Well, come on, uh, Alabama fan. <laughs> anyway, headline number two. All right. So, go Tigers. 3-0, and 2-1, 1-2, oh, yeah. and 0-3. Let's go around and quickly answer these questions regarding the first three weeks of the NFL. So which 3-0 and team do you see having the opportunity to upset the defending Kansas City Chiefs? B. Jones, I'm going to throw it to you first. All right. I am... I'm going to say something that I'm breaking the rules and Kansas City Chiefs is the only team that can beat the Kansas City Chiefs. So I beat you two to that one. If Kansas City's playing at their top, there's nobody in the league that can beat them. But I saw them in the first half against, uh, who was that team that they played last week? I don't know why I'm struck. San Diego Chargers, or excuse me, Los Angeles Chargers. That game went in overtime. And if, if Patrick Mahomes finds himself bored, that team can get lulled into a, a trap game. Okay. Serge, what you got? I mean, like B. Jones said, I think Kansas City is probably the only team that can beat them. But I, I feel like they're playing a team this weekend that has a legitimate chance of beating them, which is the New England Patriots. So I think the way the Cam is playing, obviously the defense isn't what normal Belichick Patriot defense is. But I do believe that, that the fact that they're more prevalent in running the ball, and especially the last few times they played Kansas City, they've been making sure to run the ball. So I would think that if they stick to that game plan, they give themselves a good chance. Do I think it'll happen? No, but I, I do give the Patriots a legit chance to beat them. All right, KT? Well, since B. Jones knew what I was going to say, he beat me to it on purpose. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills because Josh Allen is playing out of his mind this year. And I think with their defense, they may get one or two key stops to pull off the win. So I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. But my original thought was the only thing that's going to stop them is an injury to Mahomes. All right. Well, with that being said, the Browns and Raiders are both 2-1 and one, but haven't looked great with those two wins. Which teams will hold true and finish strong? KT? Out of the Browns and the Raiders? Yep. For my Raiders fans out there, we got Cali J, we got Scoop, we got Mo. I'm going to go with them because I have to watch those games on Sundays whenever I'm with them, and they look a lot better. And let's be honest, can we really trust the Cleveland Browns to do anything? So I, I'm not putting any money on Cleveland. If I had to bet, I'm going with the Raiders, mostly because of my people that I know. I could give a damn about them, too, because Scoot keeps saying there's only one nation. There's a Raiders nation. You're wrong. It's Cowboys nation. It's still a nation. Those are the nations. Somebody else take it away, please. B. Jones. <laughs> All right. So my, my answer is a little bit weird because, honestly, I always go with the team with the best quarterback. And I owe a lot of people apologies for saying that Baker Mayfield was going to be a good quarterback. I think this dude is in, in the pathway of becoming a horrible bust. But in this case, I'm going with LSU North. The Cleveland Browns have the better chance of holding true. They're in a tougher division. But at the same point in time, I think with that talent like Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, they ain't completely healthy on defense. That team has the tool 
rules in place to where they can sneak and win those games that they're supposed to win, but more than likely, they're going to lose the games they're supposed to lose. Plus, I just don't like Vegas right now. They beat my Saints. <laughs> Byron, what you got? <laughs> I'm going to have to actually agree, and I'm going to go with the Browns as well. I think for my main reason being, I would just like to think that after what they did last year or didn't do get last year and with the talent that they actually still have on the team, even on the defensive side with Miles Garrett, in addition to go with Baker Mayfield and the two great running backs that they got. And I just don't know if the Raiders, I feel like they look very predictable when they throw the ball. It's really to Darren Waller or they're running the ball with Josh Jacobs. And I don't really know. They, I just don't feel like they have enough weapons to keep defenses honest. And I feel like defenses can key in on those two main guys that they run the, the offense through. So just because of that and chalk up two losses to the Chiefs, you play in the AFC West too, by the way. Plus the NFL can't give them all their wins because they opening up a new stadium. So, yeah. All right. So yeah. my pick was the Raiders. And I came to that conclusion because I did any, many, many more. All right. So both the Saints and the Cowboys are one and two. Who should worry more? The Cowboys have nothing to worry about, but I'm going to go ahead and drop it to search. Who, who has more to worry about? Definitely the Saints. I don't think it's even close considering the division that they play in. Obviously, you got, well, if the Falcons actually did what they're supposed to do, then they would actually be worried even more. But because they don't take care of their business, you really just have to worry about the Buccaneers in your division. With the Cowboys, I mean, even though they haven't played well, realistically probably should be 0-3 and, and not 1-2 and 2 if the Falcons just, I don't know, play special teams correctly. And so I just think that they, they don't have to worry about anything just because they play in a division in Washington, not doing anything. So Giants, so, who, so are you saying the Saints should worry more or the Cowboys should worry the Saints more? Saints should worry more and the Cowboys Saints. shouldn't worry. Okay, okay of the other teams that are in their division. You got a team with a tie on their resume already, only three weeks in. And Saquon Barkley was their only chance of winning five or six games this season. And that ain't going to happen. So, yeah, I just I just don't see how the Cowboys don't finish. I mean, you could at least chalk up, at least again in your own division, you should be able to chalk up some wins pretty easily. Okay. Casey? <laughs> you know the answer to this, Pam. Okay, you're right. It damn sure ain't the Cowboys because we've right. been in pretty much every game. And if our defense just could have made one stop against Seattle, I would still have some money in my pocket that I had to give up. <laughs> but the Saints, it, it's the Saints. And we all know Drew Brees is dependent on Michael Thomas for their offense to go, point blank. And I, I know I joke about Drew Brees. He is one of the greatest. But he he's still supposed to make the other receivers look good, right? Isn't that a, a, Q, a QB's job? Don't they make other receivers? That's what I've heard, right? Yeah, Camaro receiver. Yeah, so make one of these other guys. We already know what Emmanuel Sanders can do. What's the other guy? What's the number two now? A Smith? Yeah, Trey Smith. Smith. Trey Smith, yeah. Hey. You got Jared Cook. Yeah, step up, Drew Brees. Okay. Last but not least. <laughs> and I, I'm 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 going to cut you off if you get long-winded, but go ahead. All right. So – Unfortunately for the Cowboys, they can't play the most lead blowing his team in the history of, of NFL football for 13 more weeks. They actually got to play real teams and, and, and really they should be 0 and 3. And I'm going to say this for everybody that's out there that's disrespecting Drew Brees and saying his arm is gone. Do I believe that he's had some type of diminishing return? Absolutely. What you are seeing is an offense that doesn't have an explosive player. And when you put Michael Thomas back in there, which by the way, America, he has returned to practice, you are going to see that 
offensive open up again because teams have to focus on Kamara and they have to focus on Michael Thomas and that's when you're going to see the Jared Cooks and the Emmanuel Sanders start to come out to play. We will be okay. We caught some bad breaks. I will say this. Tampa, uh, you know what? Tampa may be a better team, but we beat Tampa, Scoop. We beat them, all right? And they haven't so, beat anybody either. So. And they haven't beat anybody either. A whole lot of trash. It's okay. It's okay. Scoop, Scoop got the right to hold it over me right now because his team beat the Saints. But I'm going to say the Cowboys ought to be worried because the only game that they won realistically is a, is a miracle that we saw it before our eyes that a team literally gifted them the game. Outside of that, to me, the Cowboys have found ways to lose games by not by going forward on fourth down and not taking an opportunity to tie the game at 17-17 to in week one. By, by penalties last week that I saw. By giving up up just big time plays and they don't have a defense saints got a defense we just trying to click right now so hey if you're talking about who got a better chance of going to the playoffs okay cowboys y'all going to the playoffs because you're playing in a division that literally has a losing record every team in the division has a losing record congratulations to you but my saints hold on, hold on. we, we I, going I, for the we going for the ring we going for the crown man let, let me bring this up it may have been some years back but weren't the saints like they had a losing record and made it to the playoffs no, that was the Seattle Seahawks that did that, and, and they, they beat y'all, right? They beat the Saints. Yes, that's right. Okay, but the so Saints ain't never made it to mean anything as long as you can get to the to the tournament, right? That's all that matters. As said by a good Cowboy fan, a lo- listen to Cowboy Nation. A good a losing record don't mean nothing. Thank you. If you Point get to the tournament, that, you, that would scare the world out of me. As a Saints fan, that would scare the death out of me if I was resigned and hoping that other teams lose so I could be promoted. My job is to get to the playoffs regardless. <laughs> Of what you're saying. If it's seven and nine, we get in. How about we pull off a win and then we make a run and go to the Super Bowl? Then would it have mattered? No. Very few teams have done that, Kevin. And you know this. Exactly. And I you know, know we this. probably won't do that if we were seven and nine, but still. Don't come for me today. By the way, that Seattle Seahawks team that beat us didn't make it to the Super Bowl. And back to Pam, Gemini. Yes, back to you, our lovely host. <laughs> hey, Chris Wallace. We got Chris Wallace on no. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he was terrible. All right. <laughs> Mr. President, Mr. President, stop it. Yeah, what are you doing? Giants, the Falcons are all winless at 0-3. Who will tank and get Trevor Lawrence? Pam, give me your options again. Kevin was talking. You weren't paying attention. The Jets, the Vikings, the Broncos, the Giants, and of course, the Falcons. The Falcons. <laughs> who will tank? Who will just, who should just quit right now and just sit at the house? Well, I'm going to say this. The Giants and the Jets both have relatively newer quarterbacks. I'm going to say the, the Falcons. I'm going to say the Falcons are going to start from scratch. Trevor Trevor Lawrence is from the state of Georgia. He's actually from a city outside of Atlanta. And I think that would be kind of a kind of what Cincinnati did with Joe Burrow. Bring a hometown kid home. Start a whole new marketing campaign. Burn this foolishness you got going on. And try to start from scratch with a Trevor Lawrence with, with Sunshine. All right, Serge. I like that. Probably going to go with the Broncos because three weeks in, they've already gone to their third QB. I mean, I'm sure it's just a matter of time if somebody gets injured or whatever that they would have to pick up somebody off the street or make a trade. They obviously are in a you know tough division. Obviously, I don't even know how you're supposed to build chemistry with with your team when your quarterback is changing every week, and you don't even know that chemistry. It's so important in football. I feel like, especially with no preseason and the, and the lack of practice time that you already had, so they're already behind the eight ball. So might as well just sit this one out. And thank you for Trevor. All right, KT. It's the Broncos. They're the only one, only one that's not sold on their quarterback. This is the only way John Elway can actually get it right if they had the number one pick at quarterback. That's it. Until the guy, I don't know how to pronounce your name, 
But how many elite quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl? I mean, what? Not every, no, no, not every quarterback has to be elite to win a Super Bowl. He's saying that Dak isn't elite, so he can't take the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. That's not right. Yeah, Trent Dilfer won. So. Yeah, I'm about to say, Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson, Brad Johnson them was anomalies, though, y'all. Let's just be real. In the day and age where fantasy points rule over, I mean, you get a pass interference for breathing on a, on a wide receiver. If you got an elite quarterback, we saw a showdown on Sunday night with Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, and them boys was diamond folks left and right, man. It's tough to beat a good quarterback. It's, it's going to be tough to not win a Super Bowl in this day and era and not have a Hall of Fame status or an elite quarterback. But, but let me just ask you two this before we move on, Pam. Honestly, do y'all think that Dak could take the Cowboys to the Super Bowl if we had some kind of defense? Yes. 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 That's, that's all. 100%. Dak is a top 12 quarter. As a matter of fact, as if you really look statistically this year, now he's he stole some goal line carries from Zeke, but I think Dak right now on paper is a top five, at yeah, least top five paper. fantasy, yeah. at least top five fantasy quarterback. I can't speak about QBRs and things of that nature, but hey, Dak, Dak balling. He threw the ball 57 times on Sunday. That's that's real, hey, man. That's what happens when you got to come back in the game. Every yeah. single game, no, Serge. You can't win games like yeah. that coming from behind. Yeah, but that's what happened last year. Yeah, but they need to just take it away and from Kevin Moore. And they need to use Dak's legs more. He's not a pocket passer. You just set him up for failure. Even though he can throw the ball, use his legs. And you keep all the defenses, you know, keep them honest. Okay, Pam. Take you it can have it now. And back to you, Gemini Jones. Thank you. All right. So very quickly, and I'm going to give y'all one minute, just one. That's it. Make your finals prediction. Will it be the Lakers or the Heat? Sorry. Well, as I, I'm sure you guys still remember the post that I made five weeks ago. I got this pick right. I picked the Lakers and I picked the Heat to go to the finals. And it was all about matchups really for me. I, I didn't really have too much of in a situation with the Lakers making the final. I really thought they would have beat the Clippers even if they came, even if they would have beat the Nuggets. But Miami was all about matchups, being able to make that wall against Milwaukee and Giannis, and then also being able to beat Boston, who I feel like are still fairly too young. But I'm going to go with the Lakers. I just think that obviously they have the two best players. Going to every game, they have the two best players. And I think at the end of the day, we've seen over the last, I don't know, 15 years, superstars. When you have the better superstars, you're more than likely you're going to end up winning the game. And if you have multiple of them, I think that along with the, all the experience like of guys like Rondo, Dwight Howard, coming to play here and Danny Green. Those are all guys who have championship experience and being able to play deep into the postseason. So that's going to come big and handy as opposed to like guys like Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, who are Bam Adebayo, who are still very young, but I think they have a bright, bright, bright future. And even if Brooklyn obviously is healthy next year, I feel like they're going to be right there trying to come back to the finals again. All right, KT, what you got? I got Lakers in six. LeBron will average a triple-double, but AD will be the finals MVP. Oh, mm. all right. All right. he's not going to get the MVP because AD is going to average like 30. Well, I'll say this about a year ago. As a matter of fact, it was at the beginning of this year. I sat at Top Golf with my cousins and I made a statement. It was a bold proclamation. And that proclamation was that Jimmy Butler can never win a championship in which he was regarded as the number one. I felt like Jimmy Butler would always need to be a number two. And my cousins have been giving me a hard time. They send little, little, little snippy little text messages like, somebody said Jimmy Butler can't get to the finals. All right, well, check this out. Although I was slightly wrong, the truth of the matter is I'm right. And I'm going to tell you why. So I'm ready for the text messages. Jimmy Butler ain't the best player on the Miami Heat team. Bam is the best player on that team. Jimmy Butler is the number two. And they have a chance to win this. Now, I do personally want LeBron to win it so he could throw all kind of accolades. But in a off 
off year, 2020, the COVID of all years in a tournament type atmosphere with a team that has shooters. I'm talking about shooters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everywhere. Them boys can come. They can light the rim up at any time. Miami goes to sleep at times behind the wheel, but when they catch fire, and if it's within six minutes of that game ending, lo and behold, I think they can steal three games. I'm going to go Lakers in seven. My prediction is the Lakers. Can't tell you why, just what I'm picking. All right. Wait, so- wait, 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 hold on. What about Terrence? Is he watching? Is he keeping up? I'll get back to you on that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's time for Power Surge. It is. It's yes. that time again. So why don't you tell me how horrible I did last week? Do we really need to go into that? I don't. I don't want to. This is this is all about women in sports. We're trying to keep. Positive. <laughs> hey, good news. We had fourteen competitors last week, right? Okay. So, I, so first. What number was I? Well, that's what I want to tell you, Pam. I want to. Yes. I want to congratulate you on being consistent yes. because two weeks ago you finished last place, and guess what? You've done it again. <laughs> you managed. You managed to seal up. <laughs> That, that 14th hole. And it's something to be said about a person that's reliable, Pam. You have consistently made it, been the, the, the tail and yeah, not the I think, head. I think if I'm not mistaken, she actually picked like four players from one team. And I was like, huh. I just scroll through and I say, oh, he's cute. All right. All right. All right. So last week we had, here's my numbers, so call me Brady as our daily fantasy for the week. And as B. Jones mentioned, we had 14 people sign up. So thanks to all those people outside of us, obviously, who signed up to play. This week, past week's winner is Jeff Leggings. I know B. Jones had sent out that canvas and made that post out earlier, but get you that congratulations actually on air. 197 points, Serge. Hey, man. Almost a perfect fantasy lineup right there. Almost, man. Yeah. So, and we've already posted this week's fantasy for the week. So you have obviously up until kickoff to tomorrow's night's game, which is at 7.20 p.m. Call Fresh Prince of Hell Air. Shout out to Mr. Running Back of the Chiefs. We won't talk about where you went to college, but the running back of the Chiefs, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So we're dedicating this week to him. So this week, I wanted to kind of take a different approach to my power surge players to watch. Obviously, we continues to have so many injuries going on in the league and so i wanted to kind of discuss a couple of guys that i'm looking at as far as waiver wire pickups for all you fantasy people out there mike davis running back of the panthers and is obviously somebody that's on the radar and is available in a lot of leagues carlos hyde for the seahawks now this might this one might be a reach just because it might only be for a week or two but chris carson is out because somebody on the cowboys decided to tackle him in a manner that he didn't need to was a kind of a dirty play. I didn't like seeing that, but so Carlos Hyde will get that opportunity probably this week and potentially next week for the Seahawks. Rex Burkhead is back on the Patriots and playing again. Scored two touchdowns last week. He's available in a lot of leagues, and I do see them trying to run the ball heavily against the Chiefs this week to try to beat them and, and make them go three and one. And last but not least, Justin Jefferson had a coming out party on the Vikings. Received uh, seven catches for a buck seventy-five last week, and I think obviously. He's pretty much a replacement for Stephon Diggs, who decided to join the Bills in the offseason. So given that complimentary piece with Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, so he's also a good person to pick up on the radar. And I feel like the Vikings will always be behind for the most part. 
and so he's gonna get a lot of gonna get a lot of potential targets coming his way. What school he uh, went to, Serge? I don't know. I just know he played for the Vikings. I think um, he played for LSU. Yes, he did. He did. So we obviously had a, a pretty good, not great, but a pretty good Monday night football game with the Ravens Chiefs. Obviously, you had the two previous MVPs going at it, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. But I think if what you can watch in that game and even in the previous time that they played against each other, Mahomes is in a league of his own. I don't really think, I don't even really like putting Lamar Jackson as two. I know a lot of people think that he's the second best quarterback in the league. I'm not even close to putting him in my top five yet. That's just me personally. But I do think that Patrick Mahomes is in the league by itself. And it's like, who's number two is really the conversation. We don't need to talk about who's number one. And he lit it up on the Baltimore Ravens defense this week. So I was looking forward to seeing obviously what Dak was going to do as a follow-up game to what he did against the Falcons. And I mean, he showed up and showed out as he normally does when they're behind and obviously having to throw the ball. And I think having that third receiver or almost a fourth receiver now with Mr. Wilson coming on last week, obviously they fell short, but that's because you're probably playing the other number two probably quarterback in the league right now, which is Russell Wilson. Last week I had mentioned I was looking to see if Carson Wentz was going to make his grand return to normalcy, and he sure didn't do that. And I'm still not really sure what's going on. It's almost like he's trying too hard, and they ended up in a tie, which is what nobody wants to see. But I guess when you're in the NFC East, it's better than a loss. So maybe he'll turn around this week. You All we, all we can do is hope and pray and the Packers and Saints obviously also played on Sunday night and I'm really impressed with the way the Packers play so I know obviously I can't look at the Saints the whole because they don't have Michael Thomas but the Packers even without Devontae Adams to be able to play the way they played obviously using the run game with Aaron Jones but then also having guys that you never even hear of like Lazard and Valdez Scantling, you know, be able to take passes from Aaron Rodgers and their defense is playing really well as, as well this year so far. Power pick of the week. Last week, my upset was Giants over the 49ers. I don't think I'm picking the Giants ever again the rest of the season to win any game. I don't care what kind of upset it is. This week, I do have an interesting pick. AT, Drum roll, please. AT, I'm going with Cleveland Browns to beat the Dallas Cowboys this week as my Upset. Four and a half point line on the game for the Cowboys this week. So it would be considered an upset as it is also a home game for the Cowboys. And so they're obviously trying to get back on the winning side of things, but the Browns are two and one. Cowboys are one and two. I feel like as B. Jones said last oh no, KT, you said it last week. Hey, whichever offensive players you got going against the Cowboys, start them. So if you got Odell, start him. If you got Baker Mayfield, start him. If you got Jarvis Landry, start him. Nick Chubb, start Chubb, him. Huh? Start, start, start the backup QB if you need to, for all I know. So, And then my lock of the week this week. You went a little too far just then, though. <laughs> it's okay. For my lock of the week, last week I had the Buccaneers with the Broncos. With the Buccaneers, thanks for having my back and going out there and getting the job done. Wasn't that difficult with them playing the Broncos. We don't even have their quarterback. This week, I'm going with the Rams over the Giants. The Rams almost pulled off a major comeback against the Bills. They made it a game. I think they were down 21-3. to And obviously, the Bills let them back in the game. And I think they tied it up. And then the and the, they actually took the lead. And then the Bills actually came back and, and won it at the end. So the Rams are still playing really well. All things considered, that division is obviously going to be tough, but I do feel like it should be a pretty easy win against the Giants who are playing like mm, probably some Big 12 school that's not even really that relevant right now. So that's what I got for Power Surge this week.
All righty. Well, it's the time for the draw. So before I'm I'm gonna rush through the drop this week because I know we got the NBA finals. We're a sports show, so we gotta let people who are sports savants get on to doing their normal lives. But if you can rock with us for another 15 minutes, please do. But before I go further, every once in a while I, I take all the love when I say hold that sneaker and I get a sneaker, right? Kevin made the announcement last week and I'm gonna send it over to my boy. Can I give it to you, Kev? Hold it. that sneaker. Oh my goodness, the organ. Adjoint Retro Fives have made it home all the way to DeSoto, Texas. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for finally taking my advice and doing something, getting this Snicker game. Get a 360, please. For the second time. For the second time, that shoe. Okay, go a little faster. You know, when you go buy the shoes online, you can get a 360 view. We need that 360 view. So this week, I'm not going to do the music. We're going to leave that to Miss Manhattan. Once y'all fired me for it, I hold grudges. You know how we do it from Louisiana. But uh, I am going to give everybody out there a really, really good, I guess you would call it an investment shoe, right? So part of this shoe game and being a sneakerhead is not every shoe is going to be meant for you to get purchased and rock. Now, like if you my guy Scoop, the shoe sensei, he rocks everything. I respect him for it. But ever so often, a pair of shoes will come through that I just get and I will put them in the case. Now, the off-white Nike Air Rubber Ducks. They're dropping a series of three shoes. These are going to be in the dunk variety. These are going to be exclusives that are going to drop either tomorrow or Friday. I'm not 100% sure. Kev, if you, if you can show them the picture, Kev, you can. That'd be awesome. But if not, I'll try to do my best version of this. This is a shoe that has an orange tie, which that orange tie is intentionally to be a part of the shoe. It's supposed to mimic the, the origins from, or from Beaverton, Oregon. That's what the green is for. And of course, this shoe right now now will probably retail at about 100 to 120 dollars it is going to be valued at 500 to 600 dollars if you just sit on it and hold it so really good shoe to pick up it's a, it's a cheap shoe to get into the game with i would recommend getting on sneakers app right now registering notify me set up an account if you can set up multiple accounts i heard that was a little cheap to get them but this is a worthy investment and that is the only shoe that i'm going to drop this week all right so the manhattan project is kind of put on hold this week however I do have a drink for you, KD, and it is the classic pina colada that you can make with Malibu rum, which has been KD's go-to. Yes, for this month. So I made one a couple weeks ago and I actually used the Malibu rum. I used a little of that Branson, that 50 cent liquor that I have in the red mm. bottle. Yes. Uh, of course, a little pina colada mix and some ice, put it in the blender. Have you already been drinking some? That's how it sounds like a blender. Your, your blender broke then. I mean, that's the <laughs> blender that you have. With a little cherry on top, it was amazing. So no, you don't get the little umbrella? I don't have any umbrellas, I'm sorry. What about a, what about a lemon wheel? That's, no, the cherry is your garnish. Yeah, Kim, <laughs> Kim always has a nice garnishment. Garnishment, so, you have to have yeah. your garnishment. So the question that I have to ask to you guys this week in, in KD fashion, I know last week we talked about shaking the pump. So this week I want mm. to ask you three married guys, at what point, if you got there, what point did your wives start passing gas and doing number two around you? Were you still dating or were you married? Or are they are they not doing it? What's going on? I think you just took it too far and got a little too personal. <laughs> My wife doesn't do that. What are you talking about? Pass gas. No, what is that? Oh. Okay. Women do that? 
women. I didn't know women did that. I know we're talking about women in sports, but this. I just want my future man to know it goes down, okay? And I'm gonna give you the first. Well, Pam, hold on. Wait a minute. So turn it around. When are you going to be comfortable with showing your ass to a uh, and losing your manners in front of a new boo? It's probably going to be about three months. And then you turn it loose. I'm Guns blazing. Guns blazing. I, I need you to know. I need you to be all in. You have to be all in. Uh, that's all the way in. That's yeah, all in. And I want to have a conversation with you. If I say, honey, bring me some tissue, I need you to bring the tissue in. I don't need you throwing it from across the room. I need you to come in and hand me the tissue. Nah, depending on the smell of that thing, that's that's a deal breaker. <laughs> what you been eating? <laughs> no, you lactose intolerant. Sitting there doing all that though. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. I ate some burgers and some fries when I was on mute. <laughs> it got pretty pretty crazy over here, so I'm glad y'all couldn't. Well, I to witness my, that. my future man know. I'm gonna let you. I'm, you say for about three three months or so, but after that, no. Nah, because if, if my stomach is hurting, I'm at your place. I'm letting you know. I'm just gonna say, do you have some spray? And it's going down. We're gonna laugh about it. Like I think it'll be cute. Like, okay. No, nah, let's just be real, Pam. It's cute sometimes, but let, hey. No, not all the time. That ain't cute. Ain't nothing yeah. cute about that. No, I ain't gonna lie. One time I was over That is not on the checklist. Yeah, it was a bunch of us. I just ate some Taco Bell. I went like three, four times. They were just out there laughing. Hey, when it goes down, it goes down. I mean, I what are you gonna do? do? I mean, you can't because if you hold it in, it, it just you might explode and you might have an accident. Only sports show it, in it America goes, we're it, talking it about goes gas. down in the BM, huh? <laughs> in the BM. I cannot. All right, y'all. So hey, since on. Kim ain't here and you talking about defecation, you can have Odell Beckham this week. That'll be your Ooh. new sports bay. I don't. I don't want him. Speaking of speaking of clean bathrooms that Katie brought up, Bucky's. Anytime you're on the road, you can find a Bucky. It's guaranteed to be safe at a Bucky's. All right. I can't. I can't yes. speak for any other gas Appreciate station, it. but Appreciate Bucky's is you safe there. And you All get right. some beaver bites. So there will be no uncut gems this week. I'm sorry, y'all. Jim's is tired. Jim's is, is, is real tired. So, B. Jones, I'm going to let you go ahead and take it away with the heat. All right. Since it was the woman's episode and I had to choose one that the women chose, Pam sent us one out earlier in the week. Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, is notorious for making headlines from sitting in the seats and giving officials a tough time to making tampering statements online on, on air regarding certain players and recently even handling an internal harassment in the front office situation. But what some may consider loud mouth and to be brash, make no mistake about it, Mark Cuban has proved to be unapologetic and passionate about his team, his love for his team, and the city in which they play in. We touch on this in our show a few months back about the line Tay West, who was who was battling with uh, psychological issues. I think this was right around All-Star break when it broke that he was dealing with drug addictions as well as homelessness. So, what makes this yeet worthy is that story went away. Nobody has mentioned Delonte West forever. Mark Cuban, his former employer, went, picked him up from a gas station, got him some clothes, got him cleaned up, put him in a hotel. Mark Cuban has went as far as gotten him instated into a treatment facility as of this morning. Mark Cuban has agreed to take on all of the cost so i don't know about y'all i don't have a former employee that would give a rat's patootie about me if something was to happen to me so mark cuban for sticking to it for not trying to just be all about the headlines because everybody else was talking about what they would do and pray for delante but you're the only person that stepped out there and did it sir for that you deserve a yeet 
double All right, time. So that pretty much sums up our show for this week. I know everybody's trying to get to the game. So any quick shout outs? B. Jones, you got any shout outs this week? No, nah, man, just go Tigers. Let's go. We had a but we had a rough week. We're about to bounce back, and we're finna be on that head. I can't wait to play Florida still, Kevin. The bet is still on, my friend. I'm not about to cower down. I'm not about to run away from a little fight. That's what we do in the state of Louisiana, man. We we hey, we gear up. We go to war, man. Let's go. It jump from Louisiana. Come on, Serge, because that was just too much. Serge, what you got? <laughs> you know, I want to go a little different this week. I want to give a shout out to all my not only friends but also our listeners who I may not know. But if you're in a interracial relationship or marriage, I want to definitely give you guys a shout out. I think we are trailblazing for what whatever the future holds as far as we're having real change and people having equality. This is going to be the way of the future. Serge, let me find out you got some single drinks. All right, KT, what you got? First of all, B. Jones, I like my steak medium well. So I'll be expecting that when Florida whoop that ass when we do play oh. them. All right, just, I, got, I got to give a shout to Mel again. You won fair and square. I paid up. I'm not saying go Seahawks, though, but hey, shout out to you. you just did. Shout, out to, shout out to Pam. Shout out to all the women out there that are doing things. This episode is for you, and I hope you enjoyed it. Who was the world? Girl. Girl. All right, so real quick, I just want to shout out Angel, the hair artist. She is amazing. She keeps money in my pocket by allowing me to be her salon assistant. And thank you to Angie, the author, that also allows me to be her assistant. And those aren't even my full-time jobs. But I so appreciate these fabulous boss women that are doing boss type things and putting boss money in my pocket. All right, y'all. So we will be starting a new challenge with walking, I believe, this next month, starting tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Right. tomorrow. Yeah, it's All a right. remix. Because we, we should remix. Right. We will announce that tomorrow on our social media platforms. But we do thank all of you for joining us live this evening. And in case you missed it, you sure can check it on all of the podcast platforms. Oh, I do. Want to, I do want to say something. Israel Adesanyo, the style builder, that kid is the truth. If we talk of sports, MMA, the dude is off the chain. That's it. Let's go. Shout the go Heat! Go Heat! <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace out. Follow us, like us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, share. 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 Yeah, Give it out. Yeah. Give it out. Cue my music.